0: What is God to you? In your mind, how do you see God? How do you refer to him? Is he your king of kings and lord of lords? Is he your provider? Is he your, your strong tower, your strength? Is he your father, your counselor, your advisor? What about friend? Would you say that you think of God as friend? When I was doing my devotion the other day, It was talking about God seeing us as friend. And as I was reading, these words really jumped out at me. It said, I long for you to trust me enough to fully be yourself with me. And this is as though God is talking to us. It continued, when you're real with me, I'm able to bring out the best in you. The very gifts I planted in your soul. Relax, relax and enjoy our friendship. The scripture says, I do not call you servants any longer, for the servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you my friends, because I have revealed to you everything that I've heard from my father. I cannot begin to comprehend the fact that Jesus calls us friend. He doesn't see us as servant, lowly, only of good use to him when he wants something Refrain from getting too close to him. No, he actually calls us friend. Do you know what that means? When someone calls you friend, a true friend, that is, it speaks of trust. They trust you to share themselves with you. They're open to sharing secrets with you. They enjoy your presence and they enjoy spending time with you. When someone calls you friend, you hold value in their eyes. The person that created this entire world, the person that created you and me, he calls us friend. Let's get into episode 19 of Notice Serve Diaries today. I want to share with you three benefits of being God's friend. I'm your host, Alicia Ward. First is we have someone that we can share our lives with. You know, we're quick to pick up the phone and call or text our friend just to talk. Just because. You know, it doesn't have to be that we want to share something urgent or, or some emergency with them. But because we're friends, we just keep the lines of communication open. If we come across something funny, we share the laugh. If we read an interesting article, we share it and we actually have a healthy discussion about it. If we have a new perspective, for example, on something, we talk about it. Friends are constantly sharing information with each other. Some conversations are light and jovial, and other conversations can be deep and thought-provoking. And contrary to what we might have heard or what you believe, before listening to this podcast, you can actually have that kind of relationship with God. God cares about what you care about. Have you ever shared something with a friend of yours, something exciting, and they just didn't respond the way you expected, they either ignored what you said or their response was just dull. They may have responded that way or not responded at all for different reasons. It could be that they have a lot on their mind. It could be that they may not understand why you're so excited about that thing. Or it could just be that they don't care you know our friends don't care what everything we care about whatever the reason the response that we got versus the response that we were hoping for it made us feel away god is not going to do us like that he cares about what we care about if we're happy about something he is happy about something when we're excited about something he shares in our excitement unlike some people we know he's not going to remind us of the mistake we made yesterday You know, he's not going to remind us of our sin. Yes, he wants us to repent and make things right with him, but he's not going to withhold caring about us or he's not going to withhold celebrating our win as a form of punishment. He's not the type to say something like, I'll be excited when you say sorry. God is not a tit-for-tat type of person, you know. The love that he has for us is incomprehensible. It goes beyond our faults and our failures. So understand that he is the type of friend that pays attention to you and he cares deeply about you. So again, when you're happy, he's happy. Luke 12, 6 to 7 from the Message Bible tells us, what's the price of two or three pet canaries? Some loose change, right? But God never looks over a single one and he pays even greater attention to you down to the last detail you're worth more than a million canaries. Whether you're sharing exciting news, whether you're sharing something you care deeply about, one of the benefits of having God as your friend, acknowledging God as your friend, is being able to just share your life with him, all aspects of your life. You can talk to God about sports. You can talk to God about you know, fashioned. It it sounds weird because we weren't taught these things growing up. And one of the things that I'm learning in my adulthood and one of the things that I'm embracing even more is that a lot of the things that we learned back then, we're going to have to unlearn now. And one of those things is having this mindset that God is this being that we can't come close to. You know, we have to keep a distance. We can only go to him when we pray. We can only get close to him when we go to church. No, God wants to have an intimate relationship with you. Why else would he refer to you as his friend if he didn't want to actually have a friendship, maintain a friendship with you? We have to get in the habit of thinking about God as friend, acknowledging God as friend, interacting with God as friend. A second benefit of having God as friend is you have someone that you can be completely honest with. I'm sure you would agree that there are some things that are just not easy to share with our friends. No matter how much we try to break it down, some things they won't see from our perspective. And that can be very frustrating sometimes, let's be honest. There are some things that are embarrassing to even say out loud to our friends that we would have had for how many years regardless of the longevity of the friendship our friends are still human and humans are still prone to judge okay god on the other hand will not judge us we can talk to god about the most embarrassing things the most uncomfortable things. We can share with him the personal struggles that eat us up on the inside sometimes, and he'll get it. He's not going to look at us sideways and be like, that's what you're worried about? And he won't look us up and down and say something like, mm-hmm, you act like you're all perfect in front of everyone. No, God, God is not going to do that. When we go to God vulnerable, raw, open, Know that you're going to someone who will listen, someone who is not going to judge, someone who understands exactly how you feel. You might be thinking, God doesn't know exactly how you feel. God doesn't know how I feel in this situation. God doesn't know that I've been struggling with this for years and every time I I think I've gotten it, it just consumes me all over again. God doesn't know how it feels to be rejected by someone that, you once loved oh really how many times have we rejected god let's let's think about that before we start to assume if you don't believe me look at hebrews 4:15 it says we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize and understand our weakness and temptations but one who has been tempted knowing exactly how it feels to be human in every respect as we are yet without committing any sin The difference between us and God is that he did not commit any sin. He felt everything that we have ever experienced. He knows what it's like to be frustrated when you can't get something that you've been going at over and over and over again. He knows what it means to be angry. He knows what it means to worry, to be fearful, to doubt. His word says that he has been tempted knowing exactly what it feels to be human. Do you know how many emotions we as human beings go through on a daily basis? Do you know how many emotions you experience in just five minutes? God has experienced it all. The only difference being he did not fall into sin. So he is the perfect example of you can be tempted, but you don't have to go the route of sin. So thinking that God doesn't identify with you, I would lead you right to Hebrews 4.15. Whenever you feel as though nobody understands, when you feel as though you're the only one struggling with this, when you feel as though I just can't get a grip of this thing, remind yourself of Hebrew 4.15 where it says that God himself has been tempted and he knows exactly, exactly what it feels like to be human. No matter how embarrassing, no matter how trivial you think it is, because I know sometimes there are some things we feel as though nobody cares about, even God. And it doesn't matter that you want to talk about the thing that you're struggling with or the thing that's on your heart over and over and over again. You can talk to God as much as you want because God will listen. You can tell him exactly how you feel. And trust that not only will it stay between you and him, because let's be real, we've all had some friends who we've shared certain things with, only for it to end up in the ears of somebody that it should not have ended up with. We can trust that God is going to keep what we talk to him about between him and I. He's not going to whisper it in someone else's ear in the church and then all of a sudden out of the blue, sister so-and-so pull you aside and be like, you know, the Lord told me that you're struggling with this. Can I pray for you? No, God is not going to do you like that. He is not going to do you like that. And he's not going to look at you differently for talking to him about those things that you see as embarrassing. He won't treat you differently. We all know what it's like to be vulnerable with someone and then they just start to look at us differently. They start to treat us differently. They start to isolate themselves from us. When I was in college, I shared something very personal and very embarrassing for me at the time with someone that I thought was a really good friend of mine. And the very next day, that person couldn't look me in the eye they didn't want to walk close to me. They didn't want to talk to me. They scorned me and I felt so low. I felt betrayed too because you, you gave me the impression that we're such good friends that I can share anything with you. And I went out on a limb and opened up to you about something only to have you look at me sideways only to have you judge me that did not feel good that did not feel good at all the good thing is though is that with God we don't have to worry about experiencing that we don't have to worry about God judging us God is not going to all of a sudden love us less because of the things that we reveal to him first and foremost he knows he knows before you even come to him and talk to him about it And he's happy that you feel comfortable enough, that you trust him enough to even share that with him, to even be vulnerable with him. So rest in the fact that you can talk to God about anything, the embarrassing things, the frustrating things, the things that anger you, the things that really tug at your heartstring. You can talk to God about it and know that he won't love you less. Know that God is your safe place. By no means is this list of sorts that I'm sharing with you exhaustive because I believe that as your friendship or as your relationship with God develops, you'll recognize even more reasons why being his friend is so awesome. But the third point I want to share with you is when you acknowledge God as friend, When you begin to interact with him as friend, you have someone that can help you always, in all ways, with any and everything. We love our friends. God knows we do. We really do. But their abilities and their reach is limited. There are some things that are beyond what they're capable of doing and beyond the network of people they're connected to. God, on the other hand, God is the plug, okay? Anything you need, and I mean anything, he can do for you and he can get to you. What might be hard for you and your friends is a piece of cake for God. So much so that there are numerous scriptures in the Bible that remind us of the simple fact that nothing is impossible with God. Nothing. Matthew 19, 26 Looking at them, Jesus said to them, With people this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Luke 1.37, nothing is impossible with God. Luke 18.27, the things that are impossible with people are possible with God. Jeremiah 32.17, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and your outstretched arm. Nothing is difficult for you. And Genesis 18.14a, is anything too difficult for the Lord? With God in our corner, as that friend who sticks closer than a brother, you can have, be, do, acquire, and achieve anything because God is limitless. Absolutely limitless. So when you acknowledge God as friend, know that you have someone big in your corner. Know that you have someone big that is backing you. Someone that's able to get you whatever it is that you desire. Once you're willing to follow the instructions. One of the things that my mentor taught me is that whenever we go to God with a desire, instructions follow. For example, let's say you want to open a business. As soon as you go to God with that request, you're going to begin to hear, you're going to begin to see, understand that there are certain things that you're immediately going to have to start doing. If you used to watch a lot of Netflix, you're going to have to cut back on the Netflix because you're going to have to now focus on building your business, establishing certain things. If you were bad at maintaining good relationships, you're going to have to learn about that. You're going to have to brush up on certain soft skills because one of the things that sustains a business, one of the things that makes a business successful is maintaining good relationships. So whenever you go to God with something... The instructions will follow. And God can give you anything, you know. He really can. But are you willing to do as he says? Are you willing to follow his instructions? True friends always support each other. They don't tear each other down for pursuing big dreams and goals. They're honest with each other. They don't just sit back and allow the other person to make mistakes or make bad decisions. But on the other hand, they also give each other room to grow and discover themselves. They're not dictators in the other person's life. Friends look out for each other. They respect each other. They respect each other's views and opinions. And they have a genuine bond that they strive to maintain on a consistent basis. So imagine God wanting to have that kind of relationship with us if we would just acknowledge and embrace him as friend. I say all the time that God is whatever we need whenever we need it. He's a father to the fatherless. He's an advisor when we need advice. He's a counselor when we need counsel, a healer when we're sick, and a friend when we need a listening ear or a shoulder to cry on. Not a lot of parents deem themselves their child's friend. They see themselves as parents and that's it. You know, yes, you might laugh and you might be able to talk on a certain level, but they they would tell you, especially Caribbean parents, they would tell you, I'm not one of your little friends. (laughs) You understand? God, on the other hand, is both father and friend. He wants us to rever him. Yes. But he also wants us to feel comfortable enough to let our guard down and be ourselves when we're with him. With the understanding that we will not be judged, condemned, mocked, but we'll be listened to, we'll feel heard, we'll feel loved, and we'll also feel respected. I'm sure we've never actually stopped to think about the fact that if God calls us friend, that means he respects us too. And that's a good feeling, isn't it? it?' It's good when you think about the fact that not only does God call me friend, but he respects me. just as we go to God and share things with Him, He wants to share things with us too. just as his word says in John fifteen fifteen, He wants to share his plans for us, he wants to share his thoughts towards us. he wants us he wants to reveal the wonderful gifts that he has placed inside of us. If you want to know what your giftings are, what your talents are, what your abilities are. Get close to God. If you've been going back and forth in your mind about your purpose, get close to God. We come to know all these things and so much more by spending time with God, by reading his word, by communicating with him daily. Don't leave God out of your life only acknowledging him when you go to church on Sundays. Let's not do that, or let's not continue to do that. Invite him to be a part of your daily life. Talk to him about the things that are on your mind, whether it's small things, big things, or in between. Share your dreams with him, your goals, your fears, your desires, your wants. You know, Talk to God about your insecurities. Talk to him about your doubts. Talk to him about the things that you're worried about. And when I say talk, I mean really talk to him. Let that guard down and share with him what's on your heart. He's ready to listen. As a matter of fact, God is yearning for us to get close to him on that level. God calls you and me friend. Why not acknowledge him as friend as well? Let's not leave him hanging. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Note to Self Diaries. I hope that this week's episode would have really opened your perspective on what God wants to be to you and another way in which we can view him. And so I hope that you would take on the challenge to embrace him and acknowledge him as friend. For more daily doses of encouragement and to stay up to date with all that's happening with Note to Self Diaries, I invite you to follow us on Instagram at Note to Self Diaries. Until our next episode, guys, take care. And again, thank you so much for listening.